Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Hello, magical friends and magical family. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. It has been a week already. Oh my gosh, I have some follow-up material for the pendulum topic. I'm calling it the pendulum's lesser-known cousins because I am about ready to get a visit from my baby cousin. We actually never really knew each other. We just knew of each other. We've been getting to know each other online. I've mentioned her in the past. And her and her husband were going to be in the state, so she's coming to visit for um, a day. And yay, we're going to have fun. So, um, this is dedicated to awesome cousins and the cousin of the pendulum, in my opinion. I'm going to keep this just a little bit short because I have some really amazing, holy cow, amazing guest spots coming up. And I don't want to go over my time yet. I want to make sure they get full time. So, I'm going to be getting those edited in the next couple of weeks. Got some really incredible topics, stuff that I haven't even ventured into yet. And then we're going to take off on another direction. And I got a couple more guests lined up. And uh, we're off to a really incredible, incredible season two so far. So the enthusiasm levels are up. The amazingness levels of my guests are off the charts. And uh, yeah, we're going to be having some fun. We're going to be rocking the magic. We're going to be probably rocking your heads too. So. Anyway, so I don't know how many of you had a chance to check out Bal Kedmon's Pendulum book, but here again, I encourage you to check out even the electronic version, that the Kindle version. It's um, very affordable. He has his work on Kindle Unlimited, so you can check it out really easy that way. And he's got an amazing, amazing method for clearing energy and getting a very, you know, concise result on your answers with the pendulum that is so simple it's almost hard to believe, right? Give it a whirl. It is worth the book just for that technique. So what I am going to talk about tonight is coin flipping, okay? Very simple, really easy method of divination. And if you practice it and keep playing with it, you can get some pretty yeah, pretty good yes no answers. If you're on the fence with something, it's a it's kind of a fun thing to play with or uh you have a question, it's it's a really easy way to get a yes no answer in the moment. I have discovered a way for it to come out just a little more accurate. At least it has been for me. So, 
you can pick any coin you want. And for a while, oh, a good stretch of time, I'm not sure, a couple years, I picked a quarter that had that was manufactured the year that I was born. So for me, it was just kind of a fun way to have one coin. The giant dog is chewing on a bone behind me. I don't know if I'm going to drive people nuts with that. Mike will probably pick him up. Anyway, I picked a quarter that was made the year I was born, and I kept that in my purse separate, and I always used that for my yes-no questions, and I just played with it. And anytime I was by myself or whatever, I would ask questions and yes-no, and I'd kind of make mental note, and I'd play with it. And over time, the more I used it, the more accurate it got. I don't know that it's the most accurate method of divination, but the more I've used it and the more I've progressed through time, I still use this. Now, what's fun is you can get coins like wish.com, probably on Amazon, witch shops, metaphysical shops, probably anywhere, pretty cheap, couple of dollars, and it's a yes-no coin, and it just says yes on one side, no on the other. It's pretty self-explanatory, and there's different designs. Some look spookier than others. Some look really, you know, disturbing more than others, and have fun with it. Pick one out. If you use a quarter, so be it. It doesn't matter. Use a penny. Use something. And for a long time, I, it seemed like I was getting opposites and I couldn't figure out why. Well, what I do is I'll flip it up in the air. I'll ask a question. I'll flip that coin up in the air like a stereotypical coin toss, but I let it land on the ground. And if you've got a rug or a carpet floor or something where it's not going to bounce and roll as easily, let it fall naturally. Because what I was doing, I was doing the flip, catch, and smack on my back of my other hand. Well, that actually means that it landed naturally and you turned it over backwards. That's how my head was perceiving it. Now, if you program it like that, like I mentioned the pendulum, program it. State that that's how you're going to do the reading and start working with it, working with it that way and stay consistent and that could be a system if you make that preference, but I would make a clause in there just so your psyche doesn't get mixed up. I think when you state parameters, your the energies come through that way. You can dictate the rules and it'll work with those rules. That's a fun little way to ask yes-no questions. You can carry it with you. You don't have to use the same coin all the time. I kind of get like that with energies. Like when I have my scribe for candle magic, I have one little plastic busted it doesn't work anymore ballpoint pen and it has a real fine point on it and it, it's a nice little scribe for uh wax so i use the same little scribe all the time and it's just a magic tool for me now there's no hard rules so anyway that's kind of a fun thing to do and then next is there's two different names for it and it depends on who you are as to what your preference is some people call them dowsing rods and some people say divining rods i don't think there's a right or wrong Traditionally, it's a copper rod bent in an L shape, and sometimes people get a little copper tube to slide it down into, so you hold the tube and then free swings. I've learned how to hold them in my hands without the tubes, and that's my preference. And what's fun about dowsing rods is you can play with them much in the same way. Hold them parallel out in front of you so they point straight in front of you, and you'll have to kind of play with the balance. They'll pivot very, very easily. So you have to get really good at holding them still and consistently forward so they don't swing. But they can freely if the energy pushes them. 
You ask that they cross together in front of you for a yes answer and open out side to side and swing that way for a no answer. So that works. But also what's fun to use dowsing rods for is I use them to find lost objects. And I have consistently, consistently got 100% results perfect when I have a lost object that I know is somewhere in the house ask what direction so that you can follow their instruction to find that object. And you, if I have different floors in my house, is it on the first floor? No. Is it on the second floor? No. Is it in my basement? Yes. Okay. So then I might ask, is it in room A? No. Is it in room B? Yes. And then if I go down there, I'll ask where the object is and it'll point in a direction. So I'll take a step forward check again. And they may point slightly different or take a turn or a little bit, follow that by one or two steps. And eventually you're going to end up where that object is and wherever you placed it or wherever you misplaced it. And one time I tested this at the shop with my business partner and I asked her to tell me to find an object that there's no way I would know where it was. We had a pretty big shop at the time. It was at our last shop. And so she told me to find a certain tool and I followed my dowsing rods and within five minutes I found it. And um, there's no way I even could have known that. I worked in the office. I wasn't a shop person. So I have tested it and it's a lot of fun, very easy, and you don't even have to get fancy. Like in our shop, I went into our weld shop and I got two pieces of TIG weld rod and it was a finer TIG weld rod but it had a copper coating on it so that's why I used that and I cut it to a right size for my hands and I still have them that was probably 12 years ago and I still have those uh, the same two little pieces of TIG welding rod <laughs> I just keep them in a drawer they're really small but you know I mean you could use galvanized wire and just bend it into right shape you could get um, a little bit thicker copper rod and bend it into an L shape it's it's just very simplistic. It's more not here again. It, it doesn't really matter what the material is. Metal is probably best. It's going to be easiest to find very cheap. And if you've got a weld supply shop in your in your city, ask if it's possible to buy a, just a couple of rods of smaller diameter TIG welding rod for an art project or something. And it won't cost you hardly anything. Just go in there. Sometimes they'll sell uh, individual supplies like that for smaller shops or whatever, and they'll probably just sell to an individual. So yeah, those are just some ideas on the, I call them the, the lesser known cousin of the pendulum. They are tools that I use regularly and have for years. And it's just another tool that I have in my house for different purposes. I love using the dowsing rods to find stuff that I've misplaced because I tend to put stuff, you know, really safe place where it won't get lost and I don't remember what that was. <laughs> um, very handy. I've I've kept my sanity many times with just a pair of dowsing rods. So that's all I got for you this week. Let's do a tea tag really quick and send you on your way. Uplift everybody and uplift yourself. That's a nice thought for the week. Fortune cookie slip and your lucky numbers.
Rarely do great beauty and virtue dwell together as... Thank you, giant dog. Rarely do great beauty and virtue dwell together as they do in you. <laughs> I like that. All right, your lucky numbers for all of you lottery players out there. Get your pencils ready. 3, 6, 25, 31, 42, and 46. And here again, I do apologize for the probably background noise and then the dog. And But yeah, this was a casual one. This was an easy one. And we got some really tremendously awesome stuff on the horizon. So I am going to catch you next week. Don't forget... Same time, same place. And until then, keep a smile on your face, keep a bounce in your step, keep practicing your magic, and don't be afraid to explore different types of mundane objects as divination tools. It's a lot of fun, and you might save your sanity from all those things that you put in safe places and then forgot what the heck it was. So anyway, I'll catch you next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST Radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow. Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. 
And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.